Welcome to Episode Party, the podcast where we talk about our favourite podcasts. I'm Jack Tudor. I'm Freddie Harrison. And this is our end of year special where we reflect on all the podcasts that we've loved in 2018 and also the way in which we've listened to podcasts in 2018. So I think that's where we're going to start off, Freddie, is the fact that we've both undergone a bit of a personal evolution in the way that we interact with our podcasts and the way that we uh, decide what to listen to and when we listen to it. Uh, What's that looked like for you in 2018? Yeah, I mean, it's been a big change, I suppose. I think I think podcasts for me were always the thing that's kept me company uh, when I've been kind of on my own. So when I'm on public transport, when I'm walking anywhere, when I'm in the house, like doing chores on my own or whatever else, or when I'm driving on my own. And uh, this year I moved in with my girlfriend, Laura, which has been great um super super great but it has meant that i've had someone else in the house with me a lot more than when i lived on my own i used to live in a flat on my own so that time where i'd be on my own listening to podcasts has now been shifted somewhat to uh listening to laura instead not that she just talks at me all the time we have conversations like human beings like two-way conversations but um it does mean that yeah so my, my my kind of podcast listening time has kind of reduced a little bit and i've tried to like find other places for it to to fit in and with varying degrees of success i suppose um but i suppose what it's meant is that i've become a lot more picky about what i listen to and when i listen to it and i think one of the kind of uh side effects of doing this podcast jack and i'm sure you agree is you end up with a lot of podcasts to listen to not least true not least the ones that we'd like, you know, we before every show we'll listen to one or two episodes of whatever's been recommended to us. But there's kind of like a, um, you know, a, a residue from that of shows that you kind of like and you stick with and some you stick with for longer than others and, you know, some stick around forever. And, you know, you get to a point where you realise there's only so much I can listen to and it gets to a point where you're kind of like, you kind of open up your kind of queue and you feel a little bit kind of anxious at the amount of unplayed <laughs> episodes that there are. And I think, you know, we, we discussed it when before when we were kind of planning this show, which was, you know, you get like the kind of aspirational subscription as well of like a show that you've subscribed to thinking, yeah, I'm really going to enjoy that. And you, you just never get round to it. And it kind of stays in your feed and kind of hope. Um, I find it the same as kind of like read it later services. I save lots of articles that I don't get around to reading because I'm at work or whatever. Yeah. And at the end of the year, I find it quite therapeutic to take everything that's in my queue and just stick it in a folder with the year um, on it. So like I've got an archive of everything I want to read but never did. And then I just start from scratch the next year. Right. (laughs) I think there's a there is a there is a phrase that came up this year. I want to say it's like kitsungi, which I think is Japanese, and I could be completely wrong and look really stupid when this goes out. <laughs> but I believe it is the it's something that describes you know like a pile of unread books, and I feel like at times that's what podcast becomes to me. It's like I love them and I, I want to listen to lots of them, but there's only so many I can listen to in the limited time that I have. And, you know, I make time wherever I can and I, I'll kind of happily sit in the car for an extra 10 minutes in the morning before I come into the house listening to a podcast because I really want to finish it. Yeah. Or, you know, I will strain to hear it over the sound of the washing machine and the cooker and, you know, something frying in the in on, on the hob <laughs> while I'm cooking <laughs> dinner. Hell. Or, like, you know, the water running in the sink as I'm trying to wash up. Like, I'll do all that just to listen. But, like, I think there's a point at which you have to kind of um, cut back a little bit. And I suppose what's really helped me every time I've needed to cut back was that I kind of just changed podcast app. Right, um, yeah. 
it's kind of like getting it's not that not that um not that podcasts are junk mail but it's like when you get loads of junk mail to your house and you just move house and it all stops coming to you it's quite yeah. handy yeah. but so at the moment i'm using overcast so i started um in pocket casts which i which i know you're a fan of um which i really enjoyed and i moved over to overcast to see what that would be like and i mainly moved because i could upload mp3 files of shows that we're producing um manually to overcast and test things like um chapter markers which we introduced i think at the beginning of this year at the end of last year and then I decided that I was going to try and use as many of um, as many of Apple's stock apps as possible. And I went back to Apple Podcasts and actually found that quite good for a while. I think it's it's really come on quite a treat. And now I'm back at Overcast again, and I remembered why I love it so much and why I happily paid to be a kind of pro subscriber, which is I think it's only like nine ninety nine a year, so it's not expensive by any stretch, but it was so worth doing. And there's loads and loads of reasons for that. Like the the kind of playlist settings alone make it really worth it. So you can prioritize certain uh, shows to jump to the top of your queue whenever there's a new episode. So, for example, I always have the Global News podcast at the top of my queue. So right, every morning yeah. when I get up, the first thing that I listen to when I hit play in Overcast is the Global News podcast. And I can also set it to only download the most recent one. So I don't have... You know, I tend to listen to the one that goes out at like two o'clock in the morning, not the one that goes out at two o'clock in the afternoon. So yeah, same. that that way I've said it. So it skips that two o'clock in the afternoon one. I don't get loads left over from the weekend or whatever else. It's just the most recent one. And um, I love that. Um, I love the smart speed setting, which I think we've had a conversation before about. And I don't know if you've had a chance to check it out. I know you were a little bit skeptical of it. Um, I still am. I'll yeah. be honest, I, and, and that's f- coming from someone who hasn't used it, so uh, that's utterly cynical. And I will get round to using yeah. it, but I mean, you should probably mention what it is actually. So it, it, it is a little bit different to um, just, for example, listening to podcasts at like one point five times speed or two times speed or whatever else. It's more dynamic than that, and actually, I think the processing that Overcast does is the best version of this possible um marco arment the developer is a brilliant developer but also a huge podcast lover and i think that really comes through in how he's developed it um what it does is it shortens silences within the show within a show between you know speech relative to each other so if there's a pause you'll still hear a pause but your pause will have been shortened relative to all the other silences. So sh- the really, really short silences might have been cut altogether, but your pause will still exist. It will just be a shorter pause, which means that you still get some of the nuance and some of the uh, rhythm, the natural rhythm of speech, um, but you are still saving a bit of time. None of the text sounds like garbled or like janky, like it sometimes does if you like listen on 1.5 times speed, because yeah. um, text speech because they're not it's not speeding up the the words themselves it's it's only speeding up the the gaps between words and like if you go into the settings of the app while a podcast is playing you can actually see the speed difference like changing in real time and it's so minuscule it's like 1.05 times regular speed 1.10 times regular speed 1.15 times regular speed and it's jumping about all the time and it does make a difference. It's not massive, but actually at the bottom of the settings of the app, it does tell you how long smart speed has saved you overall. And I think for me, it's like three hours or something like that. So three hours of potentially listening to silence. Yeah, but um, so so 
don't you feel like you're missing something there? So I, I, I've listened to many conversations within podcasts where either it's a, a free-flowing conversation and there are some people whose way of speaking is so deliberate and their use of silence i think carries so much intention or mm. it's produced in such a way where the pauses are are very deliberate in their duration that i feel like that there's almost something that they're you know that that basically that some of the the more artistic i guess intention or the emotive intention of what's being done is sort of being shaved off. Do you worry about that at all? I think, A, I might not listen to enough of those types of podcasts, or I don't listen to enough of those types of interview guests. I mean, I probably have done. But I think the other thing is, I've never consciously thought this feels like it's been artificially sped up and something's been chopped out of this. I think because, like I say... If someone leaves a long pause between words or paragraphs or thoughts or phrases, that pause still exists. It just exists on like a smaller scale. And I think that makes a bit of a difference. But I haven't yet noticed like a specific moment where that pause feels like it's been chopped out unnecessarily or artificially sped up. What's really interesting is if you listen to, for example... It doesn't happen very often because the the smart speed thing detects when it's playing music and not speech. So if it's playing music that's got pauses in it, it doesn't normally speed them up. But every now and then it doesn't quite get it. And for example, if you listen to the beginning of our show and the beginning of the intro music, which you composed, Jack, which has got the hi-hats in, (laughs) the hi-hats are like sped up in a really weird way. (laughs) Oh no, you have to show me that. But like, I think it gives you a bit of an idea of how it works because right there are still pauses in there and actually you've got like the longer the longer hi-hat of the the kind of triplet at the beginning um that that still rings out and it, and it has that gap after it and all the rest of it but the other ones are slightly sped up i don't know it's it's such a hard one to explain but all i'd say is if you get chance just try it and and because it's it's really it's i think it's a really hard one to like explain and sell to anyone until they just do it um and you might find that you hate it and i'd be really interested to see what you make of it but it's it's quite hard to explain how it works and how well it works until you just try it and the other thing that it does which i don't know that every app i know pocketcast has a similar feature but pocketcast will only do it if you download the episodes where this will do it where it's like streaming which is which is great um Right. And I think that is basically the, in a nutshell, how am I listening, how it's changed, and what app I'm using to listen to. I have fewer podcasts than ever, a much more curated list, which is steadily growing again, as it always will. Um, and I'm loving Overcast. Um, Jack, I feel like we, I might have bored people, so please uh, say something really interesting about your <laughs> listening and what and, and what you're listening with. Well, no, quite boringly, it kind of looks like yours because, I mean, I'm still on Pocket Casts because I just haven't really bothered to change. And I think up until very recently, I was very attached to the fact that I'd accumulated quite a list of podcasts that I got subscribed to mm. and thought that would be a lot of effort to sort of transposed my subscribe podcasts over to a different podcasting app which i think Mm. even in in itself should have set off alarm bells probably quite early on that i'd know that i'd have probably a solid two hours work just to uh resubscribe to all the podcasts (laughs) that i managed to subscribe to you know i think Mm. my 
I would say my worst point you know I subscribe to like 400 podcasts or whatever yeah. and uh, you know Pocket Cast has this like pre-configured playlist which is basically just you know the most recent episodes so it's new releases and yeah. um the way i used to govern my listening i think in the early part of 2018 would be to just go through that maybe in the morning or or, or late at night before going to work the next day and then just going oh that takes my fancy that takes my fancy downloading it and adding it to the queue of podcasts i had to listen to until yeah. it reached a point where actually I had too many podcasts in my download queue and my phone was starting to slow down because it had I had so <laughs> many podcasts downloaded that I was like this is ridiculous so I started mm. to just star the podcasts that I wanted to listen to uh, you know basically just tag them so that I knew I could come back to them later easily and then found that that list was just getting out of control and I think that's the moment where I thought well this is just a bit like you were saying uh, all this aspiration for listening really isn't translating into listening and also it's creating the sense of having to almost rush through them to get to the other podcasts i want to listen to so i think for me podcasts is such an enjoyable thing like so much of what i do and i think this is partly also as well why i have a a slight irky feeling about the anything that speeds up podcasts is that so much of my job is about the expedition of tasks and making things go quicker and and more efficient and Mm. with listening being something that i do for leisure i just want to ensure that all of the the patience uh, and all of the real time really is felt as i'm as i'm listening to everything so a big part of that uh, has manifested in for me uh, really reducing the amount of podcasts i'm subscribed to so i think i'm down to like 60 now and quite a few right. of those are just podcasts that i've kept in there to remind myself to add them to episode party uh, recommendation documents yeah. where we have guests yeah. on to be like oh i enjoyed that one best not slip out of my head and a bit like you i've i'm listening to less as well during the day so i think i used to take any opportunity to pop my headphones in and have a podcast on and then i've started to filter out situations where i know i'm probably not listening very deeply and that i could quite easily Mm -hmm. go through half an hour and be like do you know what that buzzed right through my head and came out the other side and i didn't pick up anything so namely the gym you know i'd I can't concentrate on the gym and concentrate on, you know, a freaking Ezra Klein interview at the same time. Like, <laughs> that was just not happening. So, do music in the gym now. And also, my lunch breaks at work, I was like, there's, you know, and I mean this in the nicest way, a lot of people talking at me at my job and, you know, a lot of conversations that take place and a lot of processing other people's speech where I was just like, perhaps if I just take a break from that for an hour, not have headphones in and enjoy the lovely pond, which is positioned just outside my place of work, you know, I, I go for a walk around there every lunchtime, perhaps that will actually be a bit more restorative and nourishing than than a podcast. So really driving has become i mean it's always been a primary domain of listening for me but honestly the m23 and m3 no m27 and m3 should know that by now they're the places where all the listening happens for me so yeah i i honestly feel like i'm getting a lot more out of podcasts this year i mean another thing that i'm doing as well and this will probably come up later when i talk about podcasts i've really enjoyed is instead of darting around between different podcasts that i like uh so you know listening to like i don't know in a week like eight to ten different podcasts i pick a series at a time and go right i'm just gonna dig 
very deep into this particular series you know it really works if there's like a podcast which has like finite boxes of you know a 10 episode series or whatever i'll just go right i'm going to make that my primary focus so i won't just listen to that but i'll mostly listen to that podcast and really get deep into the world of of that podcast which i think throws up for me uh it, it it makes more apparent a lot of the sort of overarching themes of that podcast which is quite interesting you get a real sense of continuity it's a bit more like i don't know reading a book or something you know so yeah it's been a year in which i've reflected a lot on listening generally i think and also how i spend my time and how regularly i fill up my head to bursting so obviously with podcasting being something that i do and listen to quite frequently then obviously that's i've been thinking about that a lot as well so yeah it's been interesting i mean we should probably talk about some things that we've really enjoyed this year i mean in our episodes that we've done we've covered so many podcasts and we've been listening to numerous podcasts uh you know in our spare time that we haven't even talked about on the show so there's so much we've consumed this year and i know that there are some things for me that i can pick out as particular favorites where i've had a really good time listening to them some of them will be familiar to listeners to, of of this show and uh, others may not be uh, this may be the first time that i speak about them but freddie what are the podcasts for you that have really stuck out as your favorites of 2018 well yeah i mean i think when it comes down to it there's there is probably like four five maybe six that are like mainstays that get listened to almost every episode and we'll, we'll, what i'll always remember it's funny uh, you know you mentioned about moving your podcast over from one app to another there is a way to do that automatically you can download i think what's called an opml file and you take it from one app and you put it into the other and your whole lot moves over how cool but what i found that was really good for me when i was swapping apps was to ignore that quite technologically convenient way of doing it and rely purely on and i got to the point where i deleted apple Podcasts from my phone before i started overcast and i went what is memorable to me right now? like what is in my head because that's the stuff i love clearly you know yeah. if, if i remember it i i clearly care about it enough that i really need it back in my feed and so like the first um four or five maybe six podcasts that um uh, I put back in are the ones that I will speak about. So my morning pretty much always starts the same, which is I will listen to the Global News podcast, the one that goes out at 2am, which is a BBC podcast, which we discussed back on our um, News and Current Affairs special um, a bit earlier on this year, which was, uh, I think you recommended that to me, Jack, and that's been like, if there's one huge headline of the like the way that my podcast listening has changed it's that podcast um because <laughs> it's gone from being like podcasts for me were always almost a form of escapism in the same way that the cinema is to quite a lot of people and now i've got this dose of real life and current affairs at the very beginning of my day in podcast form and weirdly i don't have any regrets about that i love it <laughs> um and then i follow it up with um today in focus which we'll get onto in a little bit um we spoke about in our previous episode with with lizzie and a podcast called subnet which is the relay fm uh, daily tech news podcast which i think is all of about two minutes long and it's like the three biggest tech stories of the day right um so it's just basically it's headlines i'm just looking for headlines at that point in the morning but in terms of stuff that 
has stuck around for me and will continue to stick around for me. There are three podcasts that are by no means new. In fact, I know I've spoken about at least one of these in our last podcasts of 2017 show. Um, yes. So my, my favourite by a long way, which I have not yet missed an episode of, is Due by Friday, which I gave an introduction to in the podcast of 2017 show. Um, so I won't go into it in too much detail, but Merlin Mann, Max Temkin and Alex Cox are kind of like three friends they don't know they're friends with me but i feel like they're friends with me because (laughs) i listen to them every week without fail i get pretty much all of the in jokes even when they're to do with american politics which i'm neither american or have much interest in american politics beyond being a casual observer and i still just love it and i i I've been like always teetering on the edge of recommending it in one of our regular episodes with the guest, but I realised that it isn't a podcast that you can easily get into, especially halfway through. And I've just got the kind of uh, privilege and and advantage of having listened to it from day one. So I, I get a lot of things that go on in it, which I don't think are funny to anyone else, but they are really funny to me. No, and I don't understand. I li- so I I listen to. <laughs> Uh, a couple of episodes i think one and a half before we're speaking today just to refresh myself on it and i cannot refute at all and it makes me quite envious and a little bit annoyed if i'm very honest with myself that they're all having a really good time (laughs) and laughing hysterically at things where i'm just like i i can just acknowledge the fact that they're words but the ordering didn't feel like a sentence and clearly it's a joke that has roots going way back like you know beyond anything i'm familiar with it feels you know very much being in the room with a bunch of friends mm. who were just riffing off each other in a way that only they know how and me being like this might as well you know be three people speaking in spanish <laughs> i know exactly what you mean and i think it was funny i think when we last had i was very excited to recommend this to you this time last year and i think you you turning around and being like yeah i didn't really get it made me really reflect on it from an outsider's perspective and then i kind of thought i had to hell with it and i'm listening to it again anyway um i I will say i don't know if you got round to listening to it um jack or whether this is one that came up but a particularly brilliant episode that happened recently was the one they released on the 6th of december called be wasp ah right i was hoping you were going to say that because that's the one i i did listen to all the way through yeah yeah, and that one's uh, particularly interesting because, I mean, the the premise of the show, in case you can't be bothered to go back and listen to last year's podcast, the 2017 episode that we did, um, the premise of Do By Friday is that loosely, and I say loosely because sometimes they don't get to this or they don't do it very well, but they, <laughs> the, the, the host eats take it in turn to set each other kind of a challenge. And the challenge, uh, I guess, is very loose or it's an excuse to get a certain person on the show or just an excuse to talk about something or read something or do something or buy something. And B Wasp Hornet, the challenge for this episode was to solve a mystery. And the way they did this was they asked listeners of the show, people who back them on Patreon because they have a Patreon where people support the show. And if you back them on Patreon, you actually get a, a... uh, second show i don't know why i'm promoting this for them but they do a second <laughs> show which i find like a really interesting model anyway because you basically get an hour of uh do by friday every week and then there's pretty much another hour of what they call the after show which is effectively just it's it's even more unstructured and unscripted and slightly wacky um but do you listen if, to both 
I do not back them right now, and I am, but I am forever tempted by it because actually I, I get so much joy out of it. I probably should, but I just uh, I haven't been in a position where I've had the disposable income to to justify it. But <laughs> anyway, they 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 set each other a challenge, and this challenge was to solve a mystery. So they asked their Patreon backers and uh, members of their Discord server. Discord is kind of like Slack for gamers, but you can set one up for anything. So there's a Do by Friday Discord server where people chat about stuff, and they ask people do you have a mystery that needs solving? Um, And there are lots of podcasts that do this very, very well, Mystery Show being one of them. And um, they did. They got someone who had a mystery, and the mystery was that this guy, uh, when he was a kid, walked in into his living room and his parents were watching TV, and he saw, like, a few seconds of what he believes was a movie and some weird stuff had happened in it. People were getting stung by bees or paying to be stung by bees. And then his parents told him to get out of the room because he wasn't meant to be watching it. (laughs) So that was that. And he just wanted to know what that film was. And that's a surprisingly difficult thing to do. And now... Do by Friday normally is effectively a chat show and it's um, very bare bones in its production. There's nothing particularly exciting or clever done with it. It's not, you know, like an NPR kind of heavily produced number. It's just three people chatting and it's great fun. But uh, Max, who um, is also one of the co-creators of Cards Against Humanity and does a lot of other really interesting stuff. So he's, he's, he's a, a, a super creative person decided that he was going to create, you know, like an NPR-style audio documentary of him solving this mystery. (laughs) And there's a lot of, like, a recurring theme on Dubai Friday of them uh, joking about other podcasts or joking about podcast culture or joking about podcast adverts and stuff like that. And Max, like, does this incredible pastiche of the (laughs) kind of NPR mystery podcast narrative driven show and it's just so well done and and um you know he tweeted about it about saying that he's they've spent like nearly two years downplaying people's expectations of what dubai friday is only to actually produce a really good show um (laughs) and it is brilliant and there's just bits in it you know they at one point he uses the gimlet media music to promote their patreon and it and it just had me in stitches because i thought it was the funniest thing that he just nicked it and used it (laughs) and it's and it's not funny but it is funny when you listen to it enough but anyway i thought that was a really really good episode it's by no what's ironic is it's by no means indicative of what dubai friday is but if you want to get you know if you want to listen then you should okay jack please tell me about something you've been listening to we should probably alternate because otherwise you're just going to hear a lot of me over <laughs> and over again. so yeah please go ahead so maybe i should start by saying global news podcast is something i listen to most mornings as well to plug me into the universe and <laughs> uh, just make me sort of I don't know, feel like that uh, I'm sort of calibrated to the world's clock first thing in the morning. So yeah. that's nice. Similar reason, I imagine, to why you listen to it, Freddie. Mm-hmm. The two other podcasts I want to speak about here are actually two podcasts that have come to me through this show and the recommendations of guests. Now, one of them is a podcast that actually we were talking about even before we we press record today um because you know i'll take any opportunity to to talk about it and that's brian gittins and friends right and that was a recommendation that came to us both of us from uh stuart goldsmith who's a comedian and also does the comedians comedian podcast which is a wonderful show where he interviews comedians but stuart came on absolutely raving about brian gittins and friends which is like a comedy podcast 
which is hosted by a chap called Brian Gittins, who in himself is a character played by a comedian called David Earl. He's there with a guy called David Edwards, who is a teacher, but also a comedian in his own right. There's also a robot uh, called Charles Petrescu, who is just basically someone writing into one of those like automated voice generator doodars. <laughs> and then they have a guest on who tends to be a comedian, but they've had musicians and all sorts of people as well. And then they are all plonked into some kind of imaginary narrative that Brian's come up with, like they've gone to the sweet, uh, sweet shop for the day, they've gone to a funeral, they're in uh, the most recent one I listened to, they were in an episode of only fools and horses um <laughs> and they just basically it it what's a, the strangest thing about this podcast is that they invite a guest on and you expect that given the fact that the guest is the sort of new aspect of each episode for them to be receiving most of the questions it's not the case david edwards is just basically gets a barrage of questions every single time and the guest is encouraged to join in in kind of bullying him and making him sort of forcing him to answer these questions force, forcing him to like come up with five answers to a particular question within like 10 seconds Com like always <laughs> uh badgering him and telling him off for pointing or shouting or not being uh loud enough or that he should be whispering into the microphone some of my favorite bits are where charles the robot calls him boring when he's doing like in midway <laughs> through improvising a song or something tells him he's boring or will say always the same fucking tune or something like that like charles really lays <laughs> in hard um i just think and i've really struggled to get anyone as excited about this as as i am uh I, I just think it's an incredible podcast. Like I, I, I think David Edwards is an absolute treasure of a find. I really do think he's like a modern Carl Pilkington in the sense that his brain is wired in a completely wonky way, which means you can ask him anything at all, and he has an answer which will completely take you from, you know, sideways. I, I cannot get enough of it. It's very wacky which often rubs me right up the wrong way. But also as well, I just think there's just ugh, just such a comedic passion in there that I think I, it, it frustrates me that I'm not in conversation with people who are as enthusiastic about it as I am. Um, I mean, I know that you obviously listened to it at the time, Freddie. I mean, have you gone back to it since Stuart recommended that episode to us? Or, you know, because I know I've raved about it to you numerous times throughout the year. Yeah, I think this is one of those things that, like, there are certain shows that really stick with one of us. And I think this is one of them. I, I did listen to a couple <laughs> more episodes, and I I felt very much the same about it as I did at the time. And I, perhaps to some extent, almost the way you feel about Dubai Friday, which is, like, you can appreciate why it's good and why it's appealing. But you don't necessarily feel like you can get on board with it in the same way. And I... Uh, still, uh, having someone as astute and uh, knowledgeable as uh, Stuart Goldsmith and even yourself explain it to me, I still don't 100% get it, but that's because I'm a bit <laughs> thick. Um, you know, I, I, I struggle to keep up with who's speaking and who is saying what and what's going on. And I think that is part of the fun of it. And I think if you're clever enough to keep up and be at the same point they are, then it's brilliant. And if you're not, then you're a bit like me and a bit behind. Um, but that being said, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, so in all honesty, it's not one I've 100% kept up with. But I can, 100, I can really see why, why, why you love it. 
Um, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I it, mean, is that kind of podcast? Yeah. And the, do you know what? So Jen Brister, the comedian Jen Brister was on the most recent episode. And there was a mm. point early on where she went, blimey, there's a lot of people talking including one that i can't see and she seemed almost a bit like christ what have i got myself into here <laughs> i think particularly because every po- episode at the moment starts with uh, david completely forgetting the surname of the guest and then being berated for five minutes and forced to guess the name of the the guest surname which uh, <laughs> has not tired on me at all i mean honestly yeah. i i i did that thing when i was walking around the pond the other day where i was just grinning at strangers because i i I had this podcast on and kind of couldn't contain myself had to pause it for a bit just to compose myself so i wasn't that lunatic just laughing around the water but um Mm. so that's been a favorite so another one is a recommendation that came from my friend jack fry Mm. When he came on to give us a schooling in history podcast, which had been a notable absence in our recommendations up to that point, say for a couple of exceptions, and obviously the history chicks coming on to uh, to guest on the podcast, which was great. But Jack recommended a podcast called Revolutions, which is hosted by Mike Duncan, who's a history fanatic. And he did a, a podcast series... I mean, basically, the podcast is all about different revolutions from throughout history. And Jack's recommendation in particular was the French Revolution. And he gave Mm. us the first episode to listen to and then threw the gauntlet down and was like, right, are you going to listen to the rest of this now that you've got the groundwork sorted? Uh, You know, the the first episode of that series was very much like, okay, so this is the situation before the revolution hits. And I was like, "All right, fine. If you're going to uh, lay this challenge down, I'm going to, I'm going to meet you." So I, I've listened to the whole thing, uh, the whole. I think it's like 55 episodes on the French Revolution. And it took me from about early October to early December, I think, to do the whole <laughs> thing. And that was yeah. listening quite relentlessly. They're about 40 minutes each. Um, mm. And obviously a lot of like back scrubbing because I, I I missed like the last 10 seconds or there was a key name that was said that I probably need to remember later down the line. There's so many names to remember. But I just had the best time with it, honestly. Like it's just, it's such a wonderfully made podcast. It's just a, a guy basically running through the history in front of you just as one big monologue with some jokes thrown in to sort of perk you up. And it worked an absolute treat for me. I know this is a format of podcast which is quite prevalent. So Hardcore History, I think, runs on a similar model. It's just someone talking through history. But this was totally great. So I had a great mm. time with that one as well. So uh, what what else has taken your fancy this year, Freddie? I think there's a couple of other podcasts uh, yeah. that we've we've discussed before which have also come to the fore for you in 2018. Yeah, I think, again, honourable mentions, which are kind of now mainstays of, of my feed and, and probably will be for some time as long as they, they keep existing. Heavyweight came back with a new season, uh, which is Jonathan Goldstein going off and, um, you know, solving or, you know, resolving, you know, problems, un, un, you know, unresolved issues and all that kind of stuff with, with different guests. And it it's just as good as 
as it's always been. I can't say good enough things about it. Again, it's just one of those podcasts that if a new episode pops up, it's just it, I've got to listen to it. There's there's no way I, I can't. And um, if you're listening for the first time, you don't know anything about heavyweight. Um, you can go back and listen to one of our previous episodes where that came up as a recommendation. Um, but you, if you were going to start anywhere. Um, no, I, that's a lie. <laughs> if you know, if you if you want to start anywhere, start at the beginning of the season or something like that. But if you sort of know heavyweight, you maybe haven't listened in a while, and you want to go and listen to something really good and really interesting, go and listen to the live episode. If only for Jonathan Goldstein's monologue at the beginning, because I think the monologue sums up one of my favourite things, which is his brand of humour and his narration and his style. I guess. It's just absolutely wonderful. And what's really funny is in the most recent episode, which is uh, the last one of the season, which is uh, him speaking to Alex Bloomberg about the the CEO and founder of Gimlet Media, about something that he had promised people to do a long time ago and hadn't ever done, and they, they end up doing it. Um, I don't want to give any way more than that. But in one of the points of the episode, they're talking about styles of podcasts they like. And Jonathan Goldstein says... I really like kind of cinema verite style. You know, the narrator doesn't really get involved. Um, the action speaks for itself. And Alex Bloomberg turns around and says, well, isn't the whole of Heavyweight you just narrating stuff? <laughs> and it's funny, but it holds up so well because Jonathan Goldstein is hilarious. I introduced my girlfriend Laura to it kind of halfway through an episode once. And even though, you know, she was completely new into it, she found herself like laughing along with what he was saying, just because what he was saying was funny and the way he acts is funny. And he's got this like wonderfully charming and disarming personality, which in the situations he puts himself in and he puts his guests in is really helpful. So So, that's interesting. Did did, uh, Laura like Jonathan? Yeah. As a person? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think she, well, she found him funny and, you know, enjoyed enjoyed the episode. Right. Because I, uh, <laughs> so Lizzie and I were listening to an episode because I put it on because I thought this may be something that, that Lizzie likes. She found him very irritating. I, and I, <laughs> I completely understand why. And I think it all depends on how much self-awareness you gift Jonathan as someone mm. who inserts himself with much clumsiness and a little air of <laughs> arrogance into other people's stories and yeah. their sort of sensitive areas of their life. Uh, for me, I, I feel like, and, and I'm sure you agree, I... I I accept that he knows what he's doing in the sense that mm. he knows that he's being an absolute pain in the arse. I mean, uh, there was, I don't know if I'm going to be able to convey this in a way which makes sense to anyone who hasn't listened to the episode. But he did one recently where there was a, a dispute between uh, was a guy called Rob and his family over whether or not yeah. something had happened in his past. So uh, eventually the evidence started to mount towards the fact that actually Rob was right and his family was wrong. So Rob had written this very uh, elaborate victory speech that he was going to relay to his family over the phone. And then as yeah. they had the phone call, suddenly the family started to reveal more facts and details that meant that actually Rob maybe wasn't right and wasn't correct and Rob started to shrink back a bit at which point Jonathan (laughs) said do you want to do your victory speech now? I know you're really proud of that. Maybe you want to do that. Like at the <laughs> completely the time where Rob's probably wishing Jonathan would just disappear completely. But the amount of times that he does that just clumsily inserts himself in. Yeah. 
yeah i think he's wonderful for that reason yeah i i really really enjoy it and um you know there's a there's another episode which i really enjoy it was really memorable i think it was the one that laura listened to with me actually where they he meets the the people he's helping and he gets in their car (laughs) and he's driving down the road and he's talking about you know he can hear the sound of the wind and everything else and it's because he's left the boot open (laughs) when he put his bag in the back of the car and they have to pull over on the freeway to like close it because he he met them at the airport threw his bag in the back of the car didn't close it got in the car and they drove off and it's just like stuff like that makes me laugh so much and i know that's not the crux of the podcast but you know they always say with podcast that you you do you have to fall in love with the hosts and i hope you know if you're listening to us right now you've fallen in love with me and jack no i'm kidding um but you know i I think there is a truth in that and i think that's what makes it really good um and speaking of podcasts where you fall in love with the hosts uh reply all is another podcast that i have continually gone back to every single time a new episode's come out this year and Mm. there have been some really really good ones again you know we spoke was it earlier on it must have been earlier on this year i think about so the um long distance part one and part two was that this year gosh i can't remember no i can't remember it, i'm gonna look it, that up you look it up but the, that was a brilliant episode and it's one of those kind of rare gifts from reply all but I, they did have some repeats of that this year where they went in and delved deep into stuff there's an episode called the snapchat thief which follows a very similar vein about a girl who has her Snapchat account effectively stolen. Yes. And, uh, you know, she's kind of, it's being held to ransom. And they find the kind of hacking team who are behind it. And they delve into this whole world of what's called OG usernames, which is basically just like, you know, single word or single let you know you know single syllable whatever usernames um you know like at gold for example on twitter and like the kind of black market that goes around with them and it's just a brilliant episode it's really really well done it's really in depth and it's just really interesting and um it's another one of those podcasts that i always look forward to yeah that episode was amazing and actually brought back a lot of the feelings i had about a reply or when we did the um episode about long distance uh, mm. which i've just seen was actually september 2017 so oh there you go yeah miles back but um yeah. They're, yeah they're still the most lovable people and i think also as well the moments that the hosts sort of and their dynamic comes to the fore above the story often are my favorite bits so there mm. are many points at which Alex gets completely ripped for taking things a bit too seriously or for being just a a little bit too much of a nerd for his own good. And PJ comes in and and sort of makes that well known. But there's some wonderful moments of that in this episode called, you know, the the Snapchat thief, as you said. Um, Yeah, I love it. But there was another there was another two parts that came out this year which I thought was absolutely brilliant called The Crime Machine, parts one and part two. It was in October. Um, and if you haven't listened to it, Jack and anyone else who's listening at this point, um, it's <laughs> I'd really recommend it. It's a brilliant two-parter. Um, and it's those ones that it's actually one that kind of strays a little bit further away from tech, but it's still very, very, very good. And also the most recent episode, Negative Mount Pleasant, which is actually one that um, uh, one of the producers, um, Shruti Ponamaneni, does. And it was actually really nice and refreshing to hear her voice for the entire thing and um, not Alex or PJ. It was, it was kind of weird, but in a kind of nice way. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, it was a really really interesting episode so um there's a few there that i'd say definitely go ahead and listen to i think my only complaint with reply all is that they come out kind of irregularly and not as often but i also kind of in a weird way it's kind of like um you know like a randomized reward you just love it even more because you never know when it's going to turn up and when it does it's usually right <laughs> yeah so uh exactly. jack was there any other podcasts this year that you um would would categorize among your favorites uh, well other than a, a little selection of podcasts that i put together and i know you've done the same of like podcasts that are new this year mm. so podcasts that have just been released this year uh and also i really enjoyed so obviously the ones we've spoken about up until this point have all been going on for pretty much donkey's years so yeah there was there was a few though that sort of sprung onto my feed were brand new and i thought this is great uh so should we talk about them a little bit yeah let's do that let's do that nice so the first one and this is one that a bit like do by friday for you i would love to recommend but i don't want to drag people through the experience of not knowing what's going on and you know knowing that uh, you know recommending someone one episode doesn't really do it justice and doesn't really get anyone anywhere and that's um are you talking rem re me which is a right podcast from the same people who did you talking you too to me and that those people are uh, scott orkerman who uh, also does comedy bang bang and adam scott who was uh, in parks and recreation he's an actor he's been in krampus as well which is seasonally appropriate <laughs> um and they basically take a band or they've taken two bands so far so you two and rem and then they run through all of their albums. So each episode is dedicated to an album. They run through every single song, one after the other, and talk about them. And before they get to the point where they actually talk about the songs, there's generally about half an hour to an hour of absolute shit that I have increasingly <laughs> built up a tolerance of, of wading through. But I think is is it's I mean it's delivered in the knowledge that I mean, it is ultimately just absolute nonsense. They just... I i couldn't even begin to describe what they talk about because it's nothing at all. I, sometimes I look at the clock. I'm 45 minutes in. We've covered no ground at all. They've just been fanning around. And I'm like, I have absolutely no idea. I couldn't recall a single thing that they've said that's been of note. Um, but for some reason, I still listen to it. And there's a weird sort of push-pull dynamic that's going on there where actually I kind of enjoy it, even though it's really infuriating. <laughs> but that's partly why. I mean, I've been looking for an episode to recommend and was looking for one that had the least bullshit at the beginning, but it was still too much for me to feel that I was doing a particularly pleasant thing by dragging other people through it. But basically... Do you know what? I, I tried to dive into the the one where they're talking about the live at the BBC album oh i haven't heard that one yet and right, i got okay. about 10 minutes in and they're doing throwbacks to their youtube show and <laughs> to, to a segment that i didn't understand and i have to be honest i gave up and i'm glad you said it but not me to be honest so um <laughs> you know I'm, I'm sure i'm sure when you get to the actual podcast it's brilliant but um and i'm sure like you say if, you, if you've listened for long enough to understand the jokes it's probably really funny but mm. maybe i understand how you feel about do by friday from having listened to that right um, yeah. But I did try, in my defence. Well, no, that's 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 very good of you to give it a punt. But um, <laughs> I think it's made extra difficult by the fact that their voices sound absolutely identical and I still struggle t- telling them apart. But, um, yeah, so I, I have been listening to that podcast 
since about June, July this year. And I've listened to every single REM album for like two weeks at a time. And then I listen to the episode where they talk about it. So it has taken me on a, a, a full and thorough encyclopedic journey through REM's discography. I love that band more than I ever have. And I had a lot of childhood-based affection for them already. But I've had a great time. like, And I feel like you know I've buddied up with two friends to to make the journey. So... It's probably not one that I'll bring up again because, I mean, unless you're really interested in nonsense or REM, it's difficult to talk about in a way which actually makes it appealing to to anyone but myself. But if you are into REM, actually, give it a listen because it's good fun, I think, to go through every single song and feel like that you're, you know, alongside two people who are as into the band as you are. So what's taken your fancy this year, Freddie, in terms of new podcasts? So one of yours. Sure. I think one that really, really, really sticks out for me is one that I recommended a little bit earlier on this year, which is Caliphate, um, mm. which is a uh, New York Times podcast that follows a journalist who's covering ISIS. Um, and I, again, I, I won't go into like a really detailed explanation of what it is because we have covered it in a previous episode. But safe to say, when I was thinking about podcasts that have come out this year that I really, really loved... Um, that is by far and away up there as one of those ones that I didn't even have to intentionally, I know you spoke about it with um, Revolutions, about intentionally going, okay, I'm going to listen to the entire series on the French Resolution from start to finish. And I remember times when I'd try and recommend an episode or a podcast to you and you'd say no because I'm listening to Resolutions. (laughs) And I feel like... I feel like the, obviously the more you get into it, the easier it becomes in some ways. But, you know, you have to do it with intention. And I think with Caliphate, yes. it was anything but. It was entirely accidental. But I couldn't help but not listen to the entire thing from start to finish. Um, and there was just no way that I could I could not listen to it all. Mm. Um, and I'm, I, I have no regrets about that. And I think, you know, it's not particularly long it's a relatively short series so if you're looking for something really interesting to perhaps listen to over the holidays because when you get this it should be uh, just after christmas i believe this episode's coming out so yeah you know if you've got a bit of time you're sick of the family uh you're, you're bored <laughs> whatever i mean it's that time between christmas and new year d- stick on caliphate listen to the whole thing the whole way through um mm. don't stop uh, I'll, no, I'll be doing that. Well, I will well, they, be stopping. But I mean, uh, I, I, that's one of the podcasts that I've got sort of ready to uh, to just dive into and do from start to finish. Pretty mm. much like Unbroken. Yeah, and then I guess I guess one of the others. I'll, I'll do two, Jack. Just just you know, you didn't ask for it, but I'm gonna, I'll give you two. Hey, bonus. Um, one of the others that came up this year. It's a very new podcast. Is Automators, which is on the Relay FM network. Um, which, as you might have guessed from the fact that it's on Relay and it's called Automators, is a tech podcast and it's hosted by david sparks aka max sparky which is uh david's brilliant kind of tutorials and courses website where he talks about all things tech he's also the host of the mac power users show Uh, and uh a woman called rosemary orchard who is a fantastic host and uh automation wizard you know i've never i've never seen someone do such brilliant things with computers and automation um and the show as you can guess is about automating um and it comes out at a really interesting time i will 
dive into this show in probably a lot more detail when we do a, a tech special in uh, 2019 yep. at some point that's a preview for you all but it, it you know it comes at a really interesting time because this year the big update to apple's um, mobile operating system ios uh, came alongside this app they have called shortcuts which is an automation app it kind of works um, a little bit like the app automator on the mac where you can set up different steps and you can input you know data or a document or text or whatever and you can process it in different ways and you can spit something out the other end which is a really basic way of describing what shortcuts does but it's a form of automation so automators to show fits hand in hand in that and it's not just about ios and shortcuts it's about lots of different ways that things can be automated on the web on on macs on pcs and all the rest of it um they're trying to be platform agnostic but there are certain platforms that lend itself to others better than others and um this one just for me really indulges my kind of nerdy techie kind of practical side and uh, i've been playing around with shortcuts and have set up some really useful ones and uh yeah i just think it's a it's a brilliant podcast i really enjoy listening to to every episode i've listened to so far i think they've all been brilliant some of them are really relevant to me and some of them are completely irrelevant to me and some of them i kind of think i'm never going to reach that level of technical mastery right um but similarly some are really easy and accessible and i think they've done a really good job of that so if you're sitting there thinking about what you can do with your new iphone that you've just got for christmas i'm i'm recommending all of this as if you're listening on day one that this podcast comes out but if you are <laughs> I'd listen to automators and, and, and get some tips. It's just a really good show. Yeah. Uh, well, I listen to one on email. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's something I'm always thinking about. And there was a lot of mention of Text Expander, which uh, I don't know if you use, Freddie, but I'm gonna I'm not going to turn this into an episode of automators. But I am thinking <laughs> of trying to, trying to use. Yeah, uh, yeah. It sounded great. It sounded really yeah. good. Yeah, I um I like I like the sound of it. Um there are other ways you can do similar things to Text Expander, but not as well with kind of um the standard computer operating system. But again, I think we'll we'll lose people if I go into too much detail of that. Um but I'm I'm glad I'm glad you listened. I'm I'm glad you you found an episode that was of value and I'm glad you weren't like yeah, I listen to one email and I can't take anything from that. I think that there's a lot of stuff in those episodes that you you think that's just not for me or that's too far advanced and it doesn't apply to me at all. But there's always at least something in every episode I've found so far that I think is actually really useful. Nice. Well, I mean, there's a, a podcast that I want to mention as well, which yeah. leads quite nicely out, out of that. Um, actually, no, it doesn't at all. Uh, it's called The End of the World with Josh Clark, <laughs> um, which is a, a, a podcast all about existential risks. And yep. it's hosted by Josh Clark, who is also the host of Stuff You Should Know, which he does mm. with Charles Chuck Bryan, although he's here in a solo capacity on this podcast at the end of the world, save for a few interviews he does with various philosophers about existential risk and it's a podcast that looks at all of the ways in which or some of the ways at least in which humanity might be utterly wiped out so each episode takes a particular subject uh, there's one on ai there's one on the large hadron collider and the experiments being done within it there's another episode on the great filter which is a, a sort of almost like a thought concept which sort of parallels our helpless search for alien life with perhaps uh, the fact that it may be a foreshadowing of the future of our own 
race you know maybe we're also doomed to not exist at some very uh imminent point so it sounds like a gloomy prospect i think what it is is i mean firstly it's wonderfully scripted like josh clearly has uh, such a skill of explaining things and making them incredibly salient he also makes it seem important and i think that's the key thing that the show is trying to get across is that this seems like the sort of nebulous work of science fiction where it's like oh okay well we can talk and theorize in you know pubs and uh, in student dorm rooms about the future of ai and what might happen but the fact is that we need to do something now to prevent some kind of calamity uh, befalling all of us so i mean that's essentially that the thrust of the show is the fact that if we're going to act at all it's very much make or break right now so yeah it's it's a I mean, it's an amazing show like it's really weird to hear josh doing something that's ultimately serious and also very deliberately worded as as well uh and also a bit more higher production than stuff you should know the whole series is about i think nine or ten episodes mm. and ends on like a little bonus episode about the um simulation theory that we're all living in a simulation <laughs> <laughs> i um I'm, i did dig into the the ai episode funnily enough oh cool um because uh i wanted to try and listen to a few of the, your recommendations before we, we chatted and uh I, as with all of these podcasts i you know the the are you talking rem rme i you know tried to <laughs> dig out one that i thought would be really interesting and uh, I thought, you know, naturally, I'll pick out the AI one. It's um, I'm, I'm reading a book on AI uh, at the moment as well. And so I thought that would be a really, really good one. And I, I actually, I really loved it. Really, really loved oh, it. Great. I think I couldn't agree with more with everything you've just said about it. I was a little bit worried because I, I did notice that it was from the kind of How Stuff Works family. And we've we've covered uh, a few of their podcasts so far. And I, I, although I like the style, I don't like it all the time. And I just didn't want another podcast to be exactly like that. So sure. Yeah. I think actually having Josh Clark on his own kind of narrating kind of what was quite a tightly scripted episode and very well produced. There was a lot of like, you know, incidental music and sound effects going on in it. Yes. Um, I really liked it and it really gripped me. I thought it was, yeah, like you say, he's got a brilliant way of explaining stuff and making it feel important. And, um, you know, although it's kind of utterly terrifying, as as the subject matter would suggest, it's um, it was still really compelling and a, and a really kind of worthwhile listen, I guess. So, uh yeah, big fan of that, and uh, it's got a place in the feed right now, and I'm going to try and queue up a few more before uh, the end of the year. Oh, great. Well, actually, I'll recommend then, listen like from the beginning to like the first three. Uh, mm. First three? Maybe even the first two. I mean, basically, the, the one that sets up The Great Filter, and then the episode on The Great Filter, because that whole theory is not something... I, it's something I've heard of before, but hearing it described is just like utterly fascinating amazing scary Mm. horrible and in fact it's the one point in the series really where all agency is stripped from our hands so it's just basically a theory that says okay we might meet our demise one day and there's nothing we can do about it the rest of it you'll kind of feel like you're empowered to do something about it but amazing so yeah i'm glad i'm really glad you uh you know got stuck into that one and enjoyed it freddie that's that's great i mean oh thanks another one completely different again what's nice is that all the podcasts that have sort of taken my fancy that were released this year are all over the shop there's one called fine share rewind which is a podcast from dj shadow Uh, he did a radio show uh, between 2017 and 
2018 on a like a los angeles radio station and it was essentially like a, a, a sort of guided tour through his ridiculously big music collection where he'd uh, put together sections that went under a particular theme so he had a section on like rap demos or he'd have a section dedicated to frankie goes to hollywood and so he just clump bits of music together and then uh, play them really but there were some just absolute amazing finds in there and there were some points where i was just completely knocked back by how bizarre and how wonderful the music was that he picked and the way that it was all threaded together i mean it actually uh inspired me to restart a radio show that i used to do dedicated to experimental music so mm. it's just been a really amazing experience and it's something that i'd have on while i was working from home it's something i'd have on when i was just cruising around in my car you know it's it's great so that's another one that i would definitely recommend and a bit different to i'm sure a lot of the podcasts in anyone's queue really i actually forgot to ask you before we started recording whether that was the show you were intending to recommend because i because i read it and i read the uh, the synopsis of it and i listened to the start of one of the episodes and i thought is this what he meant because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it is such a departure from pretty much anything we've ever recommended on episode party and i'm sure there are plenty of podcasts of this kind of same ilk which is effectively you know like a mix it's it's uh, um you know it's 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 music based um and not in the way that it's just talking about music it is music and yeah. um kind of struck me as something that you might have I might have got like searched up the wrong one by accident. Um, and that's not to say in any way that it's bad or, you know, it sounded really great. Um, and I do want to listen to the the rest of the episode that I started. I can't remember which one it is off the top of my head, but I did start one and I, I enjoyed it. Um, but it, yeah, I think if it just kind of goes to show, you know, as we learnt with our history podcast special, how, how limited our, uh, our knowledge is 43 episodes into episode party we're still we're still discovering kind of subgenres of podcasting that are probably much bigger than we we anticipate maybe we need to find a guest that knows a little bit more about this kind of category yeah totally i know there are definitely other podcasts like this out there like resident mm. advisor do a podcast they cover like all sorts of electronic music kind of often dance centric and they bring on people to do guest mixes and stuff i've occasionally listened to that it's mm. weird i listen to so much music but i don't often gravitate towards listening to music in the form of a podcast and when i mm. first learned as i listened to this podcast that that was what it was going to be it kind of dawned on me as i was listening i was like oh i don't know if this is what i want but it's got a real almost like a film narrative quality to the way that everything is threaded together to the point where yeah. i almost adopt a different hat listening to this than i would just listening to music so mm. i i it's only like seven episodes they are like two hours each but i <laughs> thoroughly recommend like i think also as well in an age where algorithms dominate the way in which music is sequenced, there mm. is something so lovely and warm about human hands uh, sequencing tracks and, uh, you know, the, the human mind and the leaps of the imagination and those thematic links that uh, can only be the product of a human being. Mm. I, it just, it's really wonderful. So, yeah, that's another one that I would uh, put to you and yes. our lovely listeners. I will. I think we've we've got a couple of long drives coming up, and I feel like that's the kind of thing that a two-hour podcast is made for. So uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, uh, I'll do that. Okay, I've got two more to recommend, and then I think we're we're getting close to done, aren't we? Because we're um, 
Yeah, I it's don't a long think one. Too many more. Yeah, yeah, it is a long one. <laughs> um, so, and I'll keep these relatively short because they're both podcasts we've discussed extremely recently on episode party. So, if you're a, even if you're a new-ish re- listener, if you've listened to the last three episodes, you'll have you'll have no doubt heard about these as recommendations. So, uh, one of my other favorite new podcasts that that launched in 2018 is Everything Is Alive. Um, we spoke about this extremely recently. So, this is interviews with effectively uh, inanimate objects made animate by. By, uh, actors and uh, just wonderfully done really nicely produced just quite funny I, d- I, I can't confess to have listened to every episode because I don't think every episode I think if I listen to it all it will probably annoy me a little bit but I think <laughs> yeah. just dipping in every now and then having one kind of the way Overcast works is obviously is it because it's queuing up everything that's new it sometimes drops in you know I, I'll, sometimes I'll get far enough down the queue of stuff that I will get to when everything is alive which isn't kind of one of my you know selected priority podcasts um, and I'll, I'll really enjoy it just for its kind of slightly off the wall, slightly silly, um, you know, slightly unusual take on on what an interview podcast can be. I don't have anything else to add to it apart from that, really. I know it's been picked up as um, uh, as a podcast on a few different shortlists for the yeah. year. And I think, you know, it's a late entry, so it was always going to be, you know, top of mind for quite a lot of people when they're um, putting those together. But I think also it's quite deserving of its place because I think it's a really nice uh you know i think it's an original idea someone will probably prove me wrong on that but i i believe it's an original idea and i think it's really well done yeah i i really enjoyed the episodes i listened to like i said at the yeah. time like it's one that i've enjoyed just dipping into and then coming yeah. out of and not really uh spending too much time with but it's been pleasant when i have and then my final one, which uh, is one that I try and listen to most days after Global News Podcast and, and Subnet, which is Today in Focus, um, which we discussed about on our previous episode with Lizzie Maris. Um, and I think I said at the time that it was not the podcast I was expecting from The Guardian when they said they were getting into daily news. And in some ways, I still lament that they're not doing a daily news show because I kind of like their kind of spin or take on how they report news. But um, I've grown to really, really love this podcast and, and what it stands for. You know, not every episode is of high interest to me, but I think, you know, I'd say at least half of them, if not more, I find really, really, really interesting. And the other ones I'm I'm happy to listen to anyway because I'm learning about something that I haven't really considered or, you know, falls outside of what I would consider important to me. And I don't think it's a bad thing to kind of expand your horizons in that way. I think yesterday's one, which would have been... Uh, what date are we on today? So it'd have been Monday, the 17th of December, was one about how Facebook have had a really bad year. Um, right. And uh, it's with um, Alex Hearn, who's the um, technology uh, editor at The Guardian in the UK. And um, he's done a lot of reporting on it alongside um, Carol Cadwallader about some of the, the stuff we, that we discussed, actually, in our episode where we discussed today in Focus. Yeah. And um, there's a lot to come out of that. And I think even today there's been, been new news about how facebook's been used to influence elections and stuff like that so it's a really it was a really interesting one and i one i really really enjoyed um and yeah like i say it's one of those ones that i overcast queues up for me in the top three podcasts that i listen to in a day every day and some days i get round to it and some days i don't and if i don't i'll skip it but most often i'll listen to it and i'd say like over half of them i find that are completely interesting to me and the ones that aren't immediately interesting to me i still really appreciate having listened to 
Nice. Yeah. No, it's one that I want to spend more time with in 2019, actually, because it, there's mm. always episodes that catch my eye. And generally, I get to the end of the Global News podcast and I'm like, right, that's my fill of, you know, happenings for the day in the real serious world. Time to go on to yeah. something. I mean, mainly it's been time to go on to the French Revolution, but obviously that's off my back now. So I can maybe start to entertain uh, other entries into my into my morning. Um, mm. There's one more podcast that I wanted to mention, uh, yeah. and that's The Habitat. Again, it's one that we've covered previously. It's a Gimlet podcast, which is uh, essentially the story of... Well, it's a, it's a documentary about six volunteers who are placed in this tiny space... I think just on an island off the coast of Hawaii. And it was made to simulate the kind of living conditions that you could expect to have on Mars. Uh, And they stayed there for an entire year and only had each other for company. And it was the story of how they all got on when they were there. And everything there was designed to replicate replicate the uh, conditions that they would be expected to live in, in terms of, like, how much water they could use and, uh, you know, what kind of supplies they had available. So it was great. And I think it's fantastic that they had a podcast which highlighted how you can have something which is at the leading edge of science, you know, i.e., terraforming and occupying mars and yet the thing that comes under focus is something as primal as social interaction between human beings and people getting bored or jealous or you know it all comes back to that and i think the way the podcast handled that juxtaposition was really refreshing and and also just charmingly done uh, so uh, i think that's all our podcasts that we've enjoyed this year i mean not all of them but i mean it's our you know it's our short list that kind of covers it doesn't it fred's yeah, I think that's a fairly exhaustive shortlist for us. Um, I can't wait to dive in next year and hopefully come up with a whole new list that we can discuss in our podcast of 2019 episode, which Absolutely. would which would take us, uh, you know, well into the 50s in terms of our episode number, which is a number I didn't think we'd ever make, but we seem to be edging closer to it, which <laughs> is very exciting. Just because you d- I, d- I, I, I never thought past about the first 10 episodes, Jack. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, not that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm super happy that we're here. And, uh, you know, we've just exceeded kind of 12,500 downloads of the, of the show overall, which is, which is awesome, of which, you know, most of them have happened, you know, 2,500 of them, I think, have happened in the last, like, couple of months, which is brilliant. Um, we seem to be up in our numbers, which is, you know, I don't care too much about numbers, but it, it, it's the fact that we know that people are listening and still listening and more people are listening, which is exciting. So if you listened this year, thank you very much and we hope you'll stay with us into next year um we will be taking some time off in january so there won't be any new episodes in january we're using that time to uh, find new guests and chat with them and uh you know get some new recommendations ready but we'll be starting up again at the beginning of february with some new episodes so if you do have a recommendation for us between now and then um, you can tweet us. We're at episode underscore party on Twitter. Please just tweet away with your recommendations. We'd love to hear them. Um, you could also email us. We're hello at episode dot party. And of course, you can go to www.episode dot party to find all of the show notes for our previous shows, um, including this one, with links through to everything we've recommended. Fabulous. And I should say as well, we have got some wicked 
episodes coming up like we've got some guests in the pipeline already and mm-hmm. they're wonderful and it's kind of also a, a, a sort of a different direction for us in terms of the kind of people we're pulling in to talk about podcasts quite a few of the guests come from areas of podcasting that we haven't really covered before so i'm really looking forward to it and i think it's definitely worth you know keeping an ear out for they're going to be some good ones teaser spoiler i love oh. it brilliant thanks very much for listening uh have a happy new year everyone if you're listening to this in 2018 still which you might be and if yeah. you're already in 2019 here's to a great 2019 indeed great all right well, thank you very much for listening we'll see you next time bye-bye goodbye <laughs>Hi, it's Jack again. Thank you so much for listening to Episode Party. If you've been enjoying the show, please give us a rating and review on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. It would mean a lot. Thank you so much. Goodbye.